a 150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 49. I'm your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. The Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast I've been doing longer than any podcast. It is a podcast to bring awareness and prayer to our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Every year, I count down the top 50 countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch List. From January through October, I count down from 50 to number one on the second and fourth Wednesdays of every month. Yes, today's not a Wednesday. I'll explain that momentarily. So I do every other, or the second and fourth Wednesdays of every month, I count down from 50 to number 31. And then throughout the month of November, every day in the month of November, which I deemed Persecuted Church Awareness Month because I didn't know who to go to to make that officially happen, so I just did it myself. We count down from number 30 to number 1 throughout the month, counting down those countries where persecution is worse for Christians because of their faith in Jesus Christ. It is a countdown, which is why the episode numbers go backwards. You're not losing your mind. Last last week I did episode 50. Today is episode 48 or 49 next week when I actually catch up onto the proper schedule will be episode 48 and then on throughout the end of November when we get to country number one, episode number one, which is the worst country in the world for Christians based upon the persecution they endure because of their faith in Jesus Christ. So again, that's the background on the podcast for those who are new. We've got a lot of new subscribers, a lot of new members over at the Fifth Sale Facebook page, a lot of new subscribers to the Evangelical Norm channel on YouTube. Appreciate those of you who have been inviting, sharing, liking the videos, commenting on the videos. All that stuff makes the algorithm send it out to more and more people who may be interested in joining us as we pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. So all that being said, it is Saturday, uh, February 5th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from MorningstarNews.org. Fulanis kill 11 Christians in attack on village, sources say. Fulani herdsmen on Sunday, January 30th, killed 11 Christians in an attack in northern Nigeria, sources said. Danjuma Enoch said his grandmother, known as Mama Fide, was burned to death in the attack at 3 a.m. in southern Kaduna State's Kerman Masara village, Zengong Katif County. Quote, Grandma was unable to escape when the attack took place because she was very old and blind, unquote, Enoch told Morningstar News. Quote, while other people scampered to escape, Grandma stayed back in her room, which served as her last safe haven, unquote. He said the assailants were, Ful- were Fulani herdsmen and that Fulanis have mounted numerous assaults in the area. Quote, Grandma was her surviving grandmother and great-grandmother to many of our younger ones, unquote, Enoch said. 
Quote, we can only imagine how horrible it was for her to breathe her last this way after living long into her old age. Painful and sad, Grandma's blood will surely rise and speak against her killers and their sponsors. Unquote. Area resident Moses Samani Kambai also said the assailants were Fulanis and that they burned down many houses. Quote, the herdsmen burned down the, the Kerman Masara community almost completely, unquote, Kambai told Morningstar News. Quote, so far nine corpses have been recovered, including that of Mama Fide, who was burnt to death inside her room. Other missing Christians are still being sought, unquote. Fulani herdsmen attacked several times in January, he said. Quote, some of these evil happenings are underreported and many don't get reported at all, unquote. Kumbai said, quote, we call on the government to double its fight against the terrorists in those communities affected, unquote. Kaduna State spokesman Samuel Arawan said 11 people were killed in the attack, several others were wounded, and more than 30 properties were set ablaze. He identified the slain as Elizabeth Ayuba, Veronica Auta, Bege Daniel, Kifas Waje, Promise Jacob, Damaris Estefanis, Hawaii Joshua, Dagara Gambo, Lydia Ishaya, Michael Achi, and Gabriel Michael. Quote, troops of the Nigerian Air Force Special Forces who responded to the distress calls from the area also fell into an ambush as they mobilized to the scene of the attack, unquote. Arwan said, quote, the troops cleared the the ambush and reached the general area along with troops of Operation Safe Haven. So, again, and I just want to share some of the numbers uh, from Nigeria really quickly with you um, based on this. Nigeria has led the world in Christians killed for their faith last year from October 1st, 2020 to September 30th, 2021 at 4,650, which was up from 3,530 the previous year, according to Open Doors USA's World Watch List. The number of kidnapped Christians is also highest in Nigeria, at more than 2,500, up from 990 the previous year. So this is going on in Nigeria and has been for a long time between uh, Fulani militants, between uh, groups like Boko Haram and Al-Shabaab, all these groups working in these same areas, bringing persecution against Christian. Not often do we get to see pictures of people who we do, I do stories about. Um, it's very rare. This is actually a picture of Mama Fide. Podcaster is not supposed to become speechless. Um, because of her faith in Jesus Christ. I mean, her name means Mama Faith. Right? And these these people come in and because they profess the name of Christ, because they claim the name of Christ, they, they worship a Savior who went to the cross to pay the penalty for their sin. These people come in and burn them to death. And, and as I read the story and I... I see the pictures, I can't help but think about Paul talking to Timothy about his mother and his grandmother who, who fed their faith into him and how many, how many Christians in this area have been 
their faith has been strengthened by the testimony of Mama Fide. And how many more may be strengthened by her willingness to die for her faith in Christ. So pray for the people in, in uh, you know, in this area, in Kaduna. Um, just pray that God will be glorified uh, and that those grandchildren, great-grandchildren of Mama Fide will, will look at her, uh, her, her willingness to die for her faith and, and be strengthened in theirs. So let's pray for our brothers and sisters, especially the, the, the grandchildren and great-grandchildren and children of Mama Fide here in uh, Kaduna State in Nigeria. And that brings us to our World Watch List country for today, which is number 49. Um, that's the wrong tab, uh, which is Kuwait. So a little bit of information about Kuwait. Uh, persecution type, the region is Middle East. Persecution type is Islamic oppression. The main religion in Kuwait is Islam. Persecution level is very high. Population of Kuwait is about 4,361,000, of which about 520,000 um, are Christians. So little, somewhere around 12, 13%. The government is a constitutional monarchy. And the leader is Sheikh Nawaf al-Ahmad al-Jabur al-Sabah. So what does persecution look like in Kuwait? In Kuwait, conversion from Islam to another faith is not officially recognized and it is likely to lead to legal problems in personal status and property matters. Converts to Christianity from Islam face discrimination and harassment from their family and community, intimidation from Islamist groups, and even police monitoring. Expatriate Muslims who convert, it to, who convert to Christianity experience the same levels of pressure as they would face in their home countries, as they often live within their own national or ethnic communities. Because of the potential severe consequences, it is almost impossible for converts to reveal their new faith, which is why there are hardly any reports of Christians being killed or harmed for their faith. Although expatriate Christians are relatively free to worship, finding a place to meet is often difficult. Christians must be very careful when sharing their faith, since proselytizing is illegal and they could be expelled from the country. Little has changed for Christians in Kuwait, despite the country dropping a place on the world watch list. While expatriate believers remain relatively free to practice their faith, converts from Islam continue to face severe opposition from both their families and communities, and, if anything, this hostility has only increased over the past year. Christians who are most vulnerable to persecution because Kuwaiti society is highly conservative and leaving Islam is regarded as a betrayal of, their, of the family and tribe. In many cases, converts are alienated from their families as a result of their conversion. Expatriate Christians with lower levels of skills are more likely to face discrimination and abuse, especially female domestic workers. So some prayer points for Kuwait. Pray for the protection of Christians in Kuwait. Pray that the sexual abuse of migrant workers will stop. Ask the Lord to heal all those who have experienced this. And pray wisdom and boldness as Christians seek to tell others about Jesus. Let's pray. Father, again, we thank you for this time we have to come together um, as, as 
believers to lift up our voices for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you, Lord. We thank you that you've provided us a medium to come together across vast distances and even across time as many of us will watch this video or listen to this podcast later and yet still join our voices together to pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith. Lord, we lift up our brothers and sisters right now in Kaduna State, um, in Nigeria, Lord, so many people have, have been martyred there because of their faith in you. And Lord, it, 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 it hits home a little harder when we get to see pictures of, of people like Mama Fide who have, who have uh, stood by for, for years following after you, Lord, uh, expressing their faith, sharing their faith with their children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. And then to, to see this picture of this beautiful woman this sister in Christ who has, has followed after you, Lord, and to, to know that she she died a horrible death, um, burned to death in, in her room, Lord. And I can just only pray that that you were present with her as you were with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, God. That you spared her as much pain as you could as you as you took her home to be absent from her body and present with you. We pray for her family. We pray for those that have been left behind, those who have, have lost homes and, and loved ones in the, this village, God. We pray that, that you would use all of this, that you would use it to strengthen their faith in you, that they would see the willingness of Mama Fide and these others willing to to not reject and not renounce their faith in you in the face of death, Lord, that they would still stand firm in their faith, Lord, knowing that they didn't come to you for a better life. They didn't come to you for a better job or any of these things. They came to you because you died to pay the penalty for their sin, and they came to you in repentance and faith. And Lord, I pray that you would use this, the, these, these testimonies and these witnesses to even draw those who are persecuting them, God. I pray that, that those among the Fulani militants will repent and put their faith in you and that they will turn from these, these evil, wicked ways and that they, would, um, that they would not only come to you, but they would also be willing to stand firm in their faith in face of persecution of themselves. Lord, use this. Draw these people to yourself and be glorified in this situation, Lord and delight in the death of your saints. Father, we lift up our brothers and sisters in Kuwait. Father, we pray that, that you would protect those Christians there, that they would that they would somehow be able to enjoy a, a level of freedom to worship you, um, that you would provide places for the expatriate Christians who, who are able to worship openly, that you would provide places for them to gather and fellowship, and that you would use those places to draw in those who are converts in these areas, even though they will face extreme pressure from their family and community, Lord, that you would draw them into a place of fellowship where they can be discipled and grow and mature in their faith. Lord, we pray for the, the migrant workers, especially those females who have been raped and taken advantage of because of their, their second-class status in these areas, Lord. I pray that you would bring healing to them emotionally, physically, um, and that spiritually, Lord, that you would lift them up and that they would continue to follow again, follow after you and be strengthened in their faith. And Lord, and we just do pray for wisdom for um, 
wisdom and boldness for the Christians that are there, Lord, for leaders to be raised up in these areas that can walk with and disciple the newer believers and the, and the newer Christians, Lord, that they would be able to be discipled, that they can grow in their faith, and that they would be bold, even though uh, proselytization is uh, evangelism, Lord, is illegal in these areas and they could be expelled from the country, that they would still be bold in making the proclamation of your gospel, that you would use that to draw others to yourself and be glorified in these places, Lord. And again, we just thank you that we can come together and we can lift our voices up for our brothers and sisters around the world and and just bring awareness to the things that are happening, Lord, and, and ultimately that you would use all of this to draw more and more people to your faith, yourself in repentance and faith and be glorified in, it is, in, in these situations because it is for your glory and in your name that we pray these things, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for uh, taking the time out. You know, 10 to 15 minutes a day went a little longer today, but... Thank you for, for joining us to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. And uh, uh, again, if you if you haven't, please subscribe. Join the Facebook page. If you know anybody who would be willing to join us as we pray um, for our brothers and sisters, please invite them to the Fifth Seal uh, the Fifth Seal Facebook page, which is a group for this podcast, or to the Evangelical Norm channel on youtube or anywhere where you can get if they don't have time to watch a 15 minute video put it in their earbuds uh download an mp3 podcast you can get it anywhere google play itunes amazon spotify all of those places where you get your audio podcast you can find the fifth seal just look for the fifth seal download it join us as we pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in jesus christ and as always Preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. Until next week, Soli Deo Gloria.